0: hi john hi robin i'm excited to talk today uh because you're going to tell me and our fine listeners about your very successful hunt this weekend so successful in fact that i am literally covered from head to toe right now in the fruits <laughs> of your hunt
1: tell us about that hunt john <laughs> Who i guess i should start uh <laughs> From the beginning a lot happened yeah. in uh please in yes. about two and a half days' time. Mm-hmm. So uh and you were where? Uh, I went up to Los Padres National Forest. Mm-hmm. It was in Santa Barbara County, so about two is hours. Is that right? Yeah. Oh,
0: is that I was thinking much further north.
1: No, it was about two okay. hours two hours from our home.
0: Gotcha. Okay, great.
1: Even better. Uh, and some of the dirt roads I drove to get back into the forest. Maybe, uh-huh. maybe at some point it's you know, probably two and a half hours drive away, including that. But uh-huh. yeah, to the location about two hour drive.
0: And you had an a, t- a clock ticking on your deer tag.
1: Yes, the deer tag uh, was to end the su- on Sunday uh-huh. at the end of the weekend. So I was heading out to start my hunt uh, Friday midday, uh-huh. uh, getting up there for a Friday afternoon hunt. Mm-hmm. planning to stay, uh, through the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I had my deer tag to hunt. I had also in that area seen some, uh, signs of bear in the past, never actually seen a bear. So I had a bear tag in my pocket as well. So that's all was on the menu.
0: And you hadn't been to this area. Nobody had been to this area recently because the national forest had recently been closed due to fire season. And so you were going back onto the, into the forest for the first time, um, anyone was going back into the for any human was going back into the forest over how long of a period how long um, was
1: it closed it was closed for about 3 weeks and it opened yeah about i think it opened on Wednesday so the hunt started Friday yeah, so it was
0: so you got in there with a uh, with and greeted a bunch of unsuspecting wildlife is what you <laughs> did is wildlife had been not not pressured for 3 weeks and had not seen much human life for 3 weeks so they were just enjoying their, their damn lives. Sure, they felt safe. Yeah. They felt safe, yeah. yeah. So please continue. So you yeah. you head up there Friday.
1: Yeah, there's certainly that's I had that that uh, advantage in mind for sure. Like, okay, this is a spot that hasn't been hunted hard for the last three weeks, so the deer
0: mm-hmm.
1: may be feeling comfy, as you mentioned. Because mm-hmm. the way places I had been hunting for the previous few weeks while it was closed was very high pressure. Crowded. With people, people everywhere. Because they couldn't the forest. Trolling and driving the roads. And, mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely, the deer in that area were definitely very, uh, aware of the fact that they were being hunted. Totally. Um, So this, uh, this group I was assuming would, uh, like we said, be a little more ready for, uh. Not for, ready, but, uh, yeah. not ready would be, yeah, is, <laughs> is actually ready. the, uh, uh, yeah. is actually the point. Yeah. They're not ready for hunters being after them.
0: Bad news for the Los Angeles, or excuse me, Los Padres <laughs> National Forest wildlife. That's sure. what you're saying. So, um,
1: so I got there Friday, uh, afternoon, did some driving into the back, uh, dirt trails and dirt roads of the forest there. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend coming up to meet me, but he wasn't going to get there. He worked on Friday evening, mm-hmm. Max, and, mm-hmm. and then he was, uh, planning to come up and, Stay the night Friday night and start hunting Saturday mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd planned to hike down this trail for the afternoon hunt, um, that I had scattered on the map and I'd hiked down one other time about a year ago. Um, but didn't really see much the first time down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but just had a good feeling that, you know, it was, it's kind of dry during the, this time of year right now. And this was heading, this is a kind of a, uh, canyon that headed toward a lake. So I, f- I figured uh so this would be an area where animal traffic might be uh abundant because mm-hmm. they'd be going to get water. Mm-hmm. Um so I started I hiked down the trail and it was very steep, you know, the whole time down. Um thinking of my afternoon hunt. I was even thinking, oh gosh, this evening hike back is yeah. going to be difficult.
0: Yeah, and let me pause you right there because you're I have known you for quite some time to be a some an athlete that pushes his own limits and enjoys the um enjoys that process of finding one's own limits and maybe seeing if one can go beyond them Mm -hmm. that is why that is one of the many ways in which we are polar opposites (laughs) i see my limits from a great distance and i and i leave them alone you do quite (laughs) the opposite so when you're like hiking down into this like canyon ravine area did it like did you think at all like it'll be hard to get my cargo out of here like
1: well i was first i I was just thinking of getting myself out of there um even in the dark my you know most hunts i go on i'm not shooting a deer Mm -hmm. so i was kind of assuming okay i'm gonna hike down here sit till dark and then i'm gonna have to hike out this hellhole in Mm -hmm. the dark Mm -hmm. um, not having not gotten a deer and uh, even that seemed daunting to me at the time and it gave me pause and i was like hmm, should i turn around early so i get to hike out in the light Mm -hmm. um, and just not stay down in this bottom till dark Mm -hmm. but you know I, i kept kind of talking myself out of that and slowly just pressuring and pushing further down the trail, further down the trail, a little mm-hmm. further. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, sure enough, I was kind of getting to the end of where I could go. The trail was going to run out of room where actually the border of the, uh, national forest land backed up to mm-hmm. private property and you can't go any further. So mm-hmm. I was getting, getting close to that. I wasn't there yet. And, uh, sure enough, there, uh, I hear and see some deer moving through the woods off to my left, mm-hmm. maybe 70, 80 yards away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spot one of them is a really nice looking buck. He's got a real tall rack on him. And I raised up my rifle, but he had darted by the time I, and they seemed like they were moving kind of quickly. Not, I don't know if it was because they knew I was there or mm-hmm. if they were just in a hurry for some other reason, but they weren't in a sprint, but they were moving for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, and it was through some, uh, wooded area. So I would get glimpses and then they'd go behind trees and I'd get glimpses again and they'd get they'd go behind trees. So I'm mm-hmm. trying to see which ones are bucks, which ones are does. And it's a group of them. Mm. Did um, you see how many? I would, at a, at a guess, I think it was like 60 mm-hmm. or probably all in all. Um, and like I said, the one that the, the biggest buck, he disappeared and I couldn't see him again after they disappeared behind the tree. And then as I'm watching the kind of parade of them move through the tree, another buck showed himself I'm like ooh! so i raised up my rifle Raise him up mm-hmm. raised up my rifle and started watching that area until mm-hmm. he would step into a, a spot where i have a shot and he would stop mm-hmm. and sure enough he did and for a split second i i shot and you got him and he dropped right where he was. And he standing.
0: dropped where, where he was standing an ethical kill <laughs> and this you were how far from him uh about
1: 75 to 80 yards something like that
0: did you was it a tough hike to get over there
1: no, no, it's just uh it breezy? yeah, it's just kind of through some uh, uh, crushed leaves and stuff basically.
0: So the excitement doesn't end there, does it, John?
1: Well, that's when the, the work begins. Like when, when you means. when you pull the trigger, the work begins.
0: So not just the work, but you being a consummate jagermeister <laughs> You're going over to the deer and what do you notice on your way? To go butcher that deer.
1: Well, actually, thank you for. Uh, I was just going to say that actually, this all that all happened even before I shot the deer. The whole trail on the way down. Yeah. I was coming across large bear shit after large bear shit.
0: Really. Yeah, you know,
1: the whole way down the trail, and, and that, they
0: were f- and they were recent.
1: Somewhere I large fizzed. bear shits. So I was finding some. So was eventually, like some of them I'd touch them with my boot. Some would be crumbly, mm. old, dried out things. And mm-hmm. here and there, I'd hit one that was. It had some softness to it. I'm like, oh, that's within a day or so there. Um, I heard it
0: here first. This is what John Cressman is doing out in the wilderness. Sticking my boot in bear shit. (laughs) So we've got some good signs, is what you're telling me. A bear, yeah. The the
1: thing I'm thinking, actually, that's why partly I was thinking of turning around. I'm like, eh, if there's a bunch of bear running around this canyon, I don't know if there's going to be very many deer. Maybe Mm. the deer that will keep the deer out of there, but...
0: Now, tell your wife and your listeners <laughs> what about a bear tag you have a bear tag yes and those bear tags don't have seasons or they it do? has a
1: season yep it starts um so in california bear season opens in each zone when deer season opens okay so in a zone where i was hunting it open when mm-hmm. but everywhere it goes through the end of the year 1231 to 1231 okay the end of the calendar year or until the state hits a particular harvest quota so Harvest as bear hunters, quota. we report each time. So each week that's they right. update the number of bears harvested in the state.
0: Do you and know what that quota is? I
1: think it's somewhere near 1,000 for the 1, year. 1,000 bears per year, and that's it. And then they cut it off. And but, then they
0: say no more bears. But last year, they,
1: last year they didn't hit the quota. Like The oh. season ended on December 31st. I think only like 700 bears were killed. Oh, okay. Um, so That's a lot of – so
0: California, this is – part one of the many reasons why i find this so fascinating is that the state of california first of all so big and second of all uh has such diverse wildlife and so um so you and so what is the status of hunting bear is it kind of like hunting pigs they're like we want you to oh no i mean they're still
1: protected as far as that's why there's the limited number and they actually they're actually more controlled than deer like where the fact that they are cutting off a specific number a year i mean they give out thousands of deer tags. And, gotcha. if, you know, if, if something happened where, who knows, something anomalous happens where hunters got all that much more successful a lot of deer would get killed in a year which i see just hunters aren't that successful to kill that many <laughs> okay. deer Fortunately for they're the deer eat- population
0: I-, I learned a new phrase that i like
1: this weekend they're all eating tag soup tag soup yeah <laughs> tag soup I- luckily i didn't have to eat
0: not that. john cressman though <laughs> not this time. not this time i have
1: i've certainly eaten my share of uh, tag <laughs> yeah, soup. yeah
0: we absolutely uh part of the learning process so um it's that's why it's called hunting not killing <laughs> exactly right? another exactly. phrase that i like very much um, so, so yeah, um, as
1: you mentioned, I was seeing bear shit the whole way down yep. into this uh into this ravine mm-hmm. toward where I you know was limited with my hiking trail where it would- ru- eventually run out at private property mm-hmm. um yeah, so that was giving me kind of some pause to whether or not I was gonna find deer
0: mm-hmm. um
1: so but sure enough, I did find the deer, I had him on the ground at about six thirty p m and mm-hmm. it, it gets, it gets dark at about 7.30 p.m.
0: So is that enough time for you to do what you need to do with that deer?
1: I mean, no, certainly some of it was going to be in the dark. Yeah, um, I spent about 90 minutes uh, butchering him in the field, getting the skin off, taking the meat off of the carcass, putting the mm-hmm. meat into bags, mm-hmm. um, tagging the antlers, taking the head off of the deer, mm-hmm. um, attaching all that stuff to my backpack, loading it on. And by the time I started... Wow hiking out it was certainly dark it was okay i did luckily i got probably three quarters of the butchering done in light and then about the last quarter i had to do by headlamp wow um, for the butchering and then the hike out was going to be headlamp
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and sure enough in the last part of uh butchering when it was dark you know and then yeah. you, i'm starting to think of These bear in the area while I'm butchering down there because they can smell this dead deer from five miles away, I'm sure, that I'm butchering out there. So they're thinking snack.
0: And are black bears, do they get into, have they been known to attack
1: humans
0: over a deer carcass
1: not i haven't heard that as okay. a story more often it's a it's mom and cubs, mom if, and cubs if they're ever aggressive mm-hmm. um but i'm sure there are instances where they're you know if you came i think if it was the other way around if the bear were on the carcass and i came to it he may he may decide he wants to defend it okay um depends um, most black bear are pretty scared of humans I um, see, yeah. But, yeah, if they if they smell you, hear you, they they don't want to be around you.
0: And you know, they're losing seven hundred other buddies a year. They might know <laughs> that, you know, humans
1: Statewide, that's not very many. Yeah, good point. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of bears. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Did you hear about Smokey? Yeah, right. Did you hear about Yogi? Bear? Down in Santa Barbara County. What are the other What are the other bear names? Smokey,
1: Yogi, Yogi and Boo Boo.
0: Yogi and Boo Boo. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so uh, so Yogi and Boo Boo are in let's not the make area. Them, let's not make them. Uh, let's not happy anthropomorphize characters. them. Yes. Uh, we do not anthropomorphize the bears. We respect. And we revere the bears and the, uh, all wildlife for for their very as unique, a resource as a resource and for their very unique and um,
1: valuable traits. Yes. So, so yeah. So I'm finishing, finishing up on the, the butchering deer. the deer in the mm-hmm. dark. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, I do hear a sound. I do typically hear from deer, so it could yeah. have been a deer in the dark around me. But it, it's a sound of when they're smelling the air and they're yeah. unsure. They go. <sighs>
0: Okay. And they make this like... Kind of like Murphy. Yeah, like like
1: if a deer isn't sure what they just smelled in the air, they'll do that a couple of times to Mm -hmm. take in a bunch of air to see. Is that a person? Is that a person? Mm -hmm. So I heard that. Okay. Um... Maybe it was a deer. Maybe it was that bear sniffing in to see what was going on over mm-hmm. there. So I just started making a lot of noise, like just to, cool. I'm clapping my hands and Smart. yelling, get out of here, get out of here. Smart. My rifle is still loaded just in case, you know, as a, Smart. my self-defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's dark. You're nuts. You're not... Yeah. I can't, okay. I can't see more than 20 a, yards with my headlamp. You've got a headlamp. I can okay. see 20 yards. So I'm like, if it's further mm-hmm. than 20 yards, he could be standing there watching me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely was cognizant of the uh, bear presence while I was hiking out in the dark then too, with basically seventy pounds of bear bait on my back, <laughs> <laughs>
0: with a giant yeah. target. this um, smells yeah. delicious to mm-hmm. them. Basically, you smell so delicious, yeah.
1: So I made a lot of noise while I hiked out, and I, I played played podcasts on my phone in my pocket, smart, um, just to make noise the whole time. Right on. Um, so, I like
0: the way you think.
1: So that that Good um, instincts. So I was about two miles from I'd gone two miles downhill to shoot this deer, mm-hmm. so I had about two miles now to carry him out of there mm-hmm. um so it took me two hours to grind up that two miles Jeez. with the seventy pounds on my back. It was just trudge for
0: that's a workout a
1: few minutes. Sit for a few minutes, trudge for a few minutes, sit for a yeah. few minutes, and just my legs, that's all Jeez. they can handle. And at this point your buddy has arrived up at base camp. Um I was texting him via my satellite, yeah. as as I was to you. Yeah. Um he hadn't arrived quite yet, but he okay. was he got there, he'd arrived almost when I got back to the truck. Okay. Um with my with my loaded back with my loaded backpack.
0: This is my just very light concern is that not only do um, you like to push your limits and go deep into the wilderness and go get those very evasive wildlife, but that you often wind up Doing that on your own because people can't keep up with you, and sometimes Which you know, is better sometimes, off
1: though. I mean, if I had to help somebody else out of there or something like that, it would be worse.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, no, but I mean, like, but then you're you're packing seventy pounds on your back by yourself sure. in the dark. Sure. Sure. Um, so just I'm just just acknowledging yeah. that, I mean, that you know it definitely that's was part a, of how you hunt that and uh, comes with its comes with its advantages comes with its disadvantages.
1: The difficulty of that, Steve uphill grind with that weight on my back was definitely uh definitely shaped some of my decisions later in the weekend Uh
0: Uh, okay so so this is friday night you've got a buck already
1: got a buck friday evening fabulous my buddy's just showing up max is just showing up so he's planning to hunt sunday morning or saturday Saturday morning morning. excuse Mm me um you know and even left texting with you i'm perfectly perfectly happy with harvesting a buck i was you know half of me was thinking i mean i might hunt with him sunday morning and then just drive home Mm -hmm. you know show him the area a little bit in case he wanted to stay because i've hunted there before Mm -hmm. he really hasn't um so i was going to show him some spots that might be good and then uh and then head out of there and you know i would have gladly showed him where i shot the buck but he did say to me his with his injured knee that wasn't a that kind of hunt wasn't an option for him Uh hiking down and up that kind of trail Uh um you know and i respect that uh Mm -hmm. knowing your limits, especially if you're injured, you know, in those cases, like I said, it would be worse if I could, if -hmm. someone goes down there that can't handle themselves now I've got them to deal with too. So it's, um, you're absolutely right. I'm glad, uh, you know, he knew his limits. And, uh, so Saturday morning we, uh, we hunted near more near the ridge line where we're actually, there's a dirt road and that's where a lot of the hunters spend their time. So it's like hiking off that ridgeline was where I found the the bear sign and the deer. Um, So we stayed up near the ridgeline. It was pretty crowded. We had a little bit of a harder time finding a spot early in the morning that someone else already hadn't set up at. So we tried a few spots, finally settled on one. Mm -hmm. We watched. I tried to actually set up kind of where I could be up above and see kind of where I had shot the deer thinking mm-hmm. there's going to be a bear eating on that carcass there. So I want to see, I couldn't really see the deer, but I could see a general area of where that, where I had shot the deer from where we were up on the peak. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't see much other than some deer way down below, basically mm-hmm. right where I told Max, I was like, that's pretty close to where I got mine. And if we hiked down there, we could probably get you another one. But of course, yeah, he still was mm-hmm. on his, uh, mm-hmm. he still had his uh, limitations mm-hmm. well, uh, gauged
0: mm-hmm.
1: so then uh so basically throughout the day i was uh we, and we didn't see much i was kind of debating whether i was gonna hike down there myself and try to hunt bear on saturday evening you know mm-hmm. part of me was thinking like i said i was just gonna turn around and come home or you know hunt from the top you know even but the, the were... hike seemed daunting even if i didn't get a bear it seemed like a pain in the ass to go down there and back up again yeah yeah I... but there was all
0: that fresh mushy Bear shit with your boot prints in it that right you couldn't get off your mind right
1: and and well, i had forgotten to say too that when uh, hiking out with the deer on my back I found a brand new fresh one with my head that was put there in the two hours I was down there with the deer
0: so maybe he was it might have sniffing him at you making yeah. those noises could have been
1: all right mm-hmm. a bear but, you know I don't mm-hmm. know which one but so so that that you know gave me reason to think that it was worth going down there again, you know, like part of me was thinking I could go home perfectly happy with all this venison. Yeah. Um, but part of me is going to be kicking myself that I didn't go after that bear. And I'll probably be up there yeah. in three weeks wanting to go after that bear yeah. another weekend. It's yeah. like, I know he's here now. Mm-hmm. I got a good beat on, you know, there's his path a little mm-hmm. bit. So I'm like, all right, we're go- I'm going to do it. So mm-hmm. I spent the kind of midday of uh, Saturday <clears throat> cleaning the blood out of my backpack from, Carrying the deer meat out mm-hmm. and uh, cleaning up my rifle because I'd fallen a couple times and gotten dirt all in it on the, mm. when I was packing out the deer, mm-hmm. just to make sure that was clean and ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, late afternoon, I hiked back down into the Hellhole Ravine, going down, 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 straight down, chasing um, that bear. Yeah, it was the plan. He, he was in there. The plan initially was to go just hike down to where the deer carcass was, and to see. If it had been eaten or was currently being eaten, or maybe if it hadn't already been eaten, I was going to sit near it and see if the Use bear would bait. come in to eat it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, sure enough, about a mile and a half down the trail, before I even got to the deer carcass, a bear runs across the trail in front of me, super fast sprint, no chance to get a shot at him. Um, how
0: well, how far away?
1: Uh, 50 yards. Wow. Um, in front of me. He probably heard my footsteps when I came around the corner and... Mm-hmm. A smaller guy, maybe 170, 180 pounds, something really? like that. Yeah, okay. Um, but it's perfectly, you know, it's still an adult, legal to shoot. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, How can you tell if they're legal?
1: They just go by over 50 pounds, really, for the state. Really? Um, so, as long as it's not a baby, like yeah. from this year, like yes, yeah, mm-hmm. basically, as long as it's over a year, it's going to be over 50 pounds, okay. Um, so anything over 50 is legal. Um, yeah, I think they'd have to be a little bigger than that for me to want to shoot if i saw a 50 pound bear i don't think i'd want to shoot it Uh, i'd probably want to pet it yeah right
0: (laughs) i know that's like a little bit bigger than murphy right yeah so pet
1: it. so yeah no shot at that bear and part Uh, of me is thinking ah shit that's the bear i've been seeing bear shit from uh i just spooked him out of the area completely Mm. probably my hunt's over for the evening okay but i hike on down to go see where the deer carcass was and see you know see if there was any sign of it being eaten yet and Mm -hmm. finally found it um and it was gone like everything was gone like nothing left but like a couple of deer hooves (laughs) like every bone every, every piece of hide every organ from the gut pile the stomach the intestines all gone so either Ate everything, including the bones, or dragged it off somewhere to hide it to, you know, mm. pick at it himself, or claim it Do for himself. Other
0: animals eat the bones. I
1: doubt it. I can't even think a bear would eat the on bones. The bones maybe. Yeah, I think to get every bit of so. I guess is the off. reason that nothing was there it was because he dragged it off somewhere. To and he keep
0: has it. a little pantry somewhere that he keeps yeah, snacks he, for he, later. Exactly.
1: He ate his fill and then put the rest aside for
0: exactly. I'm saving you for later. So
1: the other bears in the area don't get it, or the coyotes don't get it. It's his.
0: I mean, smart bear.
1: So I yeah. figure, okay, well, there, that was all eaten. Mm-hmm. Nothing to hunt down here too much. I just mm-hmm. hung around down below a little bit. I saw some more deer moving around down there, including a nice big buck. Were um, you thinking
0: wa- maybe buck number two? Oh, wait, no, I you can't, only had yeah, one yeah, you tag. I get
1: one buck tag gotcha. in that in that zone. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So I figured so I saw a nice big buck down there, another one, smaller buck, perfectly legal to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, but then started. I started hiking slowly back up in like the last hour of light Mm -hmm. um the whole time still just being like you know this trail is bear highway here with all this Mm -hmm. bear poop on it so i'm thinking like just be ready just in case like maybe maybe i didn't spook that bear all the way out of here maybe he just kind of moved off and now Mm -hmm. he's still now he's still meandering around up here somewhere Mm -hmm. so i'm going uphill now there's maybe 20 minutes of light left to shoot we have uh-huh. a specific cutoff time for shooting light uh-huh um and what is that time 30 minutes past sunset so past you, sunset. You sunset. Know, whatever the weather almanac says sunset yeah. is for that day you add 30 minutes to it okay um so as it's getting later and i'm thinking ah, this bear's probably gone i'm not gonna get anything still thinking ah, maybe i'll just put my rifle up on my shoulder and mm-hmm. just start hiking you know instead of but you know, carrying it in my hands on the ready, basically. Mm-hmm. And I kept it, kept kind of going to do that and then kick catching myself. Like, nope, not yet. You get like 15 more minutes, like just keep it ready, just mm-hmm. in case.
0: Mm-hmm. Keep
1: it ready. So I'm just like, the other day, I kept it in my hands, still slowly, slowly hiking up the hill. It's getting pretty dark by now. By this time, there's probably 10 minutes of shooting light left. And Starting to get where the trail is going to get gnarly soon and get real steep. And all of a sudden, from around the trail bend, this just big brown blob appears on the trail in the semi dusk. You know, it's kind of dark. And oh, my God. You know, and then it's like, oh, that's a bear. How far from you? 40 yards, 35. Oh, my gosh. So close. Um, he never knew I was there. Oh, my gosh. Um, so I, I, within a second, I raised up my rifle and, and dropped him. Um, oh, my gosh he was what
0: was he showing was he facing towards you or was his side was facing towards you
1: uh kind of on an angle toward me he gave me hmm. his front left shoulder kind of on an angle so he's shoulder. quartering toward me and exactly.
0: that's a that's a he was quartering towards you and that's a good
1: shot ideal would be broadside but broadside. at that range i mean at 35 so if you put if you put the bullet in the right spot it's going to get to where it needs to yeah um the problem is with like a shot like that if you're Two hundred yards away, there's bone and hide and stuff that might catch that bullet and slow it down. But okay. that bullet's moving so fast, and plus I'm close to give him a follow up shot too, which okay. I had to, which I did. Okay, um, he so dropped he immediately. Dropped immediately. He didn't die immediately. How could you tell? Um, his head was still kind of lifting and falling, lifting and falling. He's oh, trying to catch dear. breaths. Mm, so mm-hmm. I quickly took a few more steps forward and put one more into him, um, and then he his head dropped and just went still.
0: Oh wow! And take us to that moment, John. What did that feel like for you? I mean, you? I was
1: I was in shock. I mean, I did not even expect to that I was going to see a bear. I mean, I'd never seen a bear in the woods mm. till that day, and I saw two and shot the second one. <sighs> That's um, right.
0: You ha- really have been talking for months, maybe a year now, about seeing. Bear shit.
1: Bear tracks. Bear shit. bear
0: tracks. Exactly. You you sent me pictures of your boot like on a bear track that was huge. Yeah. And this might have been his. Might have been. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly.
1: Yes, it could have been this bear.
0: That exact bear. And so, I wonder what it was that maybe you were in just such a difficult area to get to yeah. that that's why you saw a lot of animals. Yeah. Maybe um you were extra super duper quiet. And And some of it's just luck. Like, I, him and Mm -hmm. I just happened
1: to be crossing paths on the Mm -hmm. same trail at the same time. Wow. You know, I got into a good area, obviously, like you said, by, by looking at, you know, the map for water and stuff. And then by going down there for the deer hunt, I had seen all the sign of the bear. So it, I knew it was in a high probability zone where bears live. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. So it was just a matter of right place, right time. Him and I crossed paths.
0: And then. And then what happened? So we're just before sundown.
1: Yeah. I and mean, it, it was, I probably, probably by the time I walked up to him and I looked at my watch, I think there was six minutes of legal shooting light left at wow. that point. So, you know, any time after that, yeah, I would have had to shoot in the air and try to scare him off if I would have seen him
0: right? You know, okay. technically. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I'm still hesitant to walk up to this thing. I can, I'm close enough now. I can see the monster paws on him. And oh my the gosh. thing is... Probably about three hundred pounds. I mean, I have—I don't wow. have a good way to gauge yeah. the weight of a bear yeah. on the ground better out in get, the woods. Bear weight guessing, right? yeah. But um, I'm guessing he's about three hundred pounds. And, you know, judging it based off large humans, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really. Um, so, so, I'm still hesitant yeah. to walk up to this thing. I have my rifle still in my hand on the ready, mm-hmm. and creeping up slowly toward him, and just kind of—and I just stood at a little bit of a distance and waited, just to make sure. Hey, this thing's all the way dead before I get anywhere within swiping range of one of those paws.
0: Mm, Um so I gave it a goodness.
1: good five six minutes before I moved any closer and even yeah. then I moved with rifle loaded and ready yeah gave the eyeball a few pokes with the uh, uh, okay. with the with the barrel of the rifle usually okay. that that'll tell you if they're uh, yeah if they're alive, that'll they're get gonna... some reaction. Okay. Um, but nothing moved. He was... You guys could see no breathing in the chest, yeah. too, but I was just being extra cautious. <laughs> yeah.
0: And like we said before, you are now down at the bottom of a ravine by yourself. Right. With 300 pounds of, of 300, wild animal. 300
1: pounds of bear on the ground, and it's yeah. dark. And, and it's it, dark. It's already dark at this point.
0: So you gutted it. First things first, you got it.
1: Right. Um at this point I was closer to the truck than I was with the deer instead of two miles to mm-hmm. carry on, It was about a mile and a quarter, but still okay. all the gnarly straight up hill stuff was in that mile and a quarter. So okay. <laughs> yeah. So that was still a daunting uh, task Task ahead of me. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, I, you know, the biggest thing is getting the meat to cool. Okay. Um, so that it doesn't spoil. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got the guts out of him, opened up the torso and, Got all of that out of the out of the chest cavity, mm-hmm. um, and that helps the cooling process on the meat. And mm-hmm. the, luckily, we had forecasts for pretty cool temperatures overnight. Good. Um, based on the how hard it was to just carry that deer out, and the energy I probably was lower on the yeah. next day, yeah. I decided that's I was going to leave him overnight down there okay. and hike out without him. Come back in the morning, especially also doing that. I've never butchered a bear to do it in the dark on the be, ground by headlamp. Yeah. I, I was didn't know it. And meant. it's a 300-pound animal to be able to like move it around the way you need to. You
0: need at least some light, if not an extra set of hands. Right. So, um, so my question was, aren't you afraid that some other wildlife is going to come eat it? But you separated the guts from the animal, and then theoretically
1: coyotes would come – eat the guts yeah i mean that would be coyotes might get into that gut pile even another bear possibly could Mm. um and but in the dark in the middle of the night are they just not they are they it's like i said there's still a risk of that but i didn't see a lot of coyote poop down in that area okay um for one i think the bears probably keep them out of there good point it seems like that was like bear alley Mm -hmm. at least with, then i saw at least two of them Mm -hmm. um and They say in the eight, eight, nine hours, it was going to be without me. I figured even then if coyotes got to some of it, they weren't going to be able to eat much of it at Mm -hmm. that point. And they would start on the gut pile, which is easiest Mm -hmm. to get to and easiest to eat.
0: So take us back to that hike out. Are you still in shock? Are you still, or are you just full of adrenaline and you're running up that hill ready to go get some more ice?
1: Yeah, pretty much. I I think I went... I think I told you I pulled my, while gutting it. So I, the only thing that was easily accessible was the heart and liver. So I nice. threw those in a game bag. A and,
0: grateful wife thanks you for those <laughs> high-quality organ meats. Yeah, uh, highly nutrient-dense. Um, that's liquid gold. Wait, no, 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 that is not liquid gold. We'll get <laughs> to the liquid gold right? in a minute. But so awesome! You have got a gigantic liver. And a beautiful heart. So that's oh, all I was of
1: the, of the bear meat. I was carrying it out on okay. Saturday night. That's all the meat I was carrying out at the time. So Figure that was, that was there and accessible. I'll get mm-hmm. that in the cooler right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you mentioned, so when I got back to the truck, um, yeah, that hike up, I, I don't think I stopped once. I just trudged the whole way. I, like, didn't mm-hmm. t- stop to take a rest. I was just mm-hmm. like, go get back to the truck. I wanted to basically go get the ice, get the rest and sleep and food I needed. Yeah. And then get my ass back down there. First light First the next light. morning, um, so yeah, I got to the truck. It was pre- probably it was close to an hour drive out to go get ice. Wow, um, and then an hour drive back in with said ice. <laughs> Jeez,
0: okay, yeah, you're you're really out there. So I spent yeah. two
1: hours, you know, just shuttling around to get the extra ice, um, and then yeah, then as soon as I got back parked and i managed to eat while i was driving so that helped to save some time nice e- gotta do that. did as much eating as i could while i drove
0: yeah all those calories were burning. I
1: crawled into my uh sleeping bag after i got back with good with as bags ice and i i got a good six hours sleep that night not bad uh, from For like 11 weekend. from like 11 to 5 and first light was at first light was going to be at like six twenty. oh so
0: relatively late we're getting a little bit later into mm-hmm. the fall now past the equinox yeah so, you get your cute butt down there once again at
1: so I'm six the, in the morning. Yeah, so I'm heading to the trailhead, and actually, I came across. Um, and Max was going, my my buddy was going to hunt again another spot from the top that I had suggested for mm-hmm. him that would involve a whole lot of hiking. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was off on my own, and I ran into these other hunters that I had showed up the head to my buck the day before, mm-hmm. and they were like, hey, good to see you again, blah, blah, blah. And I told them, i'm going down down to that hole again because i shot a bear mm-hmm. and they're like no way really and so i said i also saw some other bucks down there like you yep. guys you guys should be down there
0: you had the good intel
1: yeah and they were like oh really and they said if you you show us where we can help you with the bear nice i'm um, like all right So these these two guys
0: honor among hunters
1: yeah one of one of them no english one spoke only some english fantastic um, you sp- and and their native language is spanish spanish yeah you
0: you cut a good s- a I, spanish speaker minimal minimal <laughs> you yeah. do all right you i all yeah right. i
1: Spanglish and hand signal pretty right. well so <laughs>
0: hey in the wilderness <laughs> it, hey, it worked the, for us uh, exactly yeah, we, yeah. we were able to communicate enough yeah. and
1: heck when you're hiking for looking for deer you're quiet most of the time fantastic um so, so i we headed down to hike down the trail i uh actually told them to go in front, because you know, if we bump into a deer, I don't want to be between the you deer. and the deer. you to get a shot. I would
0: like to get out of the way. Yeah, So
1: because uh, yeah, it's only one trail down, and I didn't really need to lead them. Okay. Sure enough, we came upon the bear. Nice. Um, and still it was there. untouched? Still there, um, intact. Nothing had. Not even the gut pile had been touched, actually. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, he must have been the apex predator in the area.
0: Wow. <laughs> Until John Cressman showed right. up.
1: So That's
0: all uh, I got to say about that. So yeah, these that guys for uh that
1: bear. these guys I led them further down past the bear to where I'd seen the deer when I shot mine and mm-hmm. and you know and the following night. Mm-hmm. So that was about half a mile past where the where the bear was laying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um so I took them down, I told them, "Okay guys, set up down here. Um I bet you deer will be moving through at some point." Mhm. After about 30 minutes, one of the guys comes up to start helping me and left the other one down there hunting. He nice. said, I, I left Alejandro down there hunting. Um, his Francisco who came up to help me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Francisco, luckily he's but- butchered a lot of animals in his day. He has never butchered a bear, but he's been through a lot of deer. So he was, great. he was a very, uh, good pair of hands that around. Awesome. He knew what he was doing. And he had, uh, good tools with him. He had a, he had a hacksaw with him, which was oh. helpful to get through a couple of the joints and Do stuff. Do we
0: need to get you a hacksaw?
1: Eh, I can do it without a hacksaw, but it was helpful. Such a John Cressman thing to say. It's an extra thing to carry <laughs> all the time Good for the point. one time you Good need point. it. Like, Good <laughs> And,
0: hey, you might run into Alejandro.
1: There are who's... little uh, mini game saws I might get instead okay. of – he, he had a full-size hacksaw. But, wow. Hey.
0: <laughs> just in case you stumble upon a gringo yeah. and, a, and a dead bear. There you go. Um, so, so I just want to point this out that, like, you have learned – so much about what you're doing here. You know, it's, you learn on the, you learn on, the, on the job. You learn from experience, but you also learn in this crowdsourcing way. Maybe not crowdsourcing because hunters are so are oftentimes so solo, but you, um, there is this shared knowledge, this like shared body of knowledge that is passed around between hunters and between, um, just the the lovers of sure of wildlife and wilderness, so um, so not know. only. Sorry. sorry, you go ahead.
1: Oh, uh, I'm saying between. I was going to say between some. Um, I think that's why they were so appreciative and willing to help me. Most people are very hesitant to share where they hunt, and especially if they oh, are successful, if they've got a little. A good spot a to secret. shoot deer, like they don't want to share it with anybody else because they want to keep it to themselves.
0: Well, here's my, the point I made earlier about you kind of like going full tilt and really like liking to push the limits. That's also like, that makes it kind of, um, more, I don't know, that's more, that adds to your intelligence. Your intel, I mean, mm. if you can hack this really difficult hike two miles into a ravine, then, yeah, you could come on down there with me. But not that many people can make it down there, it sounds right. like. So um, you get good intel and you share it with those who are, you know, to uh, like you, um, draw physically capable and uh, willing to make that, that expend that kind of effort to to get to that kind of hunt but please continue yeah i mean i
1: guess that's why i think i was willing to share especially specifically that info it's like i think most people i even tell it to aren't going to be willing or maybe not able to go down there and, mm-hmm. and cook get a deer on mm-hmm. their own
0: yeah so this worked out quite nicely you not only had you had some you had helping hands for butchering the beer you had intelligence um he was you know two minds butchering an animal that neither has butchered before together two sets of hands and then you had um you had intel to share with them so yeah. that guy so his buddy comes back with a buck because
1: right so we're uh francisco and i are butchering the bear mm-hmm. um we're working on you know he helped me to roll it over which would have been a wow. chore to do on my own and we're yeah. We're pulling the hide off of it from back to front. Mm-hmm. Um, so that definitely helped to have a second set of hands to yeah. be pulling and cutting this massive hide off. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we hear, we hear a shot from down below. Mm-hmm. Second shot. So we, sure enough, the, these guys were working with uh, walkie-talkies and he radios down to uh, nice. his buddy Alejandro. And he said, yep, Alejandro got a buck. I said, nice. okay, so, uh, yeah, I said, thanks for helping me here. Go down and help him for now. You know, you guys got your own butchering to do at this point. So he, he does. He, he helps me a little bit more finishes what he was doing. Um, and he heads back down um, to go help, start helping uh, Alejandro with that buck. Um, before that, before I see them come up from the bottom, I had a, pretty much gotten most of the meat off the bear by then. Um, so I would started carrying out my first load of meat. Um, so I took that up to the top pretty quickly, threw that in the cooler and started Shooting back down for a, for another load of, mm-hmm. of bear meat.
0: How much meat? How many pounds would you say you had on your back for
1: the uh, first load? Seventy five pounds, wow. something like that. And this is all with no bones. This is just this gotcha. is just just meat and fat. Just meat and fat. Save to save number of trips. Like the deer I had brought out with boned in meat. Yeah. Took, just took it off in quarters. The you know, okay. light like bones are still there. Mm-hmm. Um, the bear just to save weight and yeah. less trips. Yeah, we, we did extra butchering in the field to get the meat off the bones.
0: Awesome. Leave those um, behind.
1: Yeah, so less carrying. Um, so that so there's basically two 75-pound loads of meat, and then the third carry-out was for the head oh, and hide.
0: Head and hide, okay. Um,
1: so Which we were hoping to get a bearskin rug made out of. We'll talk about that. <sighs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so it is, you know, the, the butchering, even with, you know, one and a half people do it, I had Francisco's help for part of the time. Uh, by the time I had gotten down to get my second load of meat, they were there with their buck that they had finished butchering. Nice. And they um, he had taken he had helped by taking the head of the um, bear off with his hacksaw for him. Nice. Me. So you okay. detach that from the rest of the carcass. So the head and hide were attached to each other. That was going to be the last loadout. So okay. I, while I was down there, I quickly loaded up my second load of meat. That was the most highest priority is get that meat yeah. cool. Yeah. Preserve all the good meat and fat that we got. So I yeah. got about a second load of again seventy five pounds of meat.
0: Amazing.
1: Um, so hauled that up the hill. Yeah. Got that into the cooler again, and quick snack and a drink, and I was I was back I was, down I was jogging rain. I was jogging back down the ravine. Oh the my last goodness. One. Empty bag. Oh my goodness. And jogging down the hill. Yeah. Um, so get back to the bear and uh, you know helped with the the guys there helped me roll it up and get it. Wow. So there's a second group of hunters now down there. Different different So group.
0: everybody's <laughs> descending on this hot spot of wildlife.
1: They're hearing the action at the top They're as we come out like, with load after load of meat. <laughs> They're like, Okay, so we like, got to go check this down out down there. Yes. These are some fit guys and these guys yeah. are from Ecuador. Okay. And uh, most of a couple of them speak English, a couple yeah. of them don't. Okay. Um and there, and there was a little bit because I was hurrying to get out the bulk of the meat there's still a little bit left on the carcass maybe 10 percent of a little bit of rib meat and neck meat but it was just okay. like i didn't want to let the big bulk of meat spoil while i'm Course. down there with my knife working out these little Course. bits of meat and they're yeah. like, okay hey, are you done with this yeah and i said you know what if you can get more off of there please go ahead Cause I'd, Cause, because i yeah. because like i need to get this out before it spoils and, the I'd, head and I'd, I'd be yeah. great not even the head and the hide the meat was still, oh, gotcha. still needed to get out at this yeah. point um, and i said if you can get more uh meat off of there i'd you know i'd be glad to let you have it and yeah they were like okay yeah and they so when i had gotten back down there to carry out the head and hide they had finished getting some of that meat off the okay. carcass still so they had some meat for themselves to take home this this other group of hunters share the wealth yep and they uh so there's about four of these guys and they watched me load up my pack with the hide and head
0: mm-hmm. and this, how much does the hide and head weigh
1: so this was my heaviest carry of the weekend i put this on my back and it's it's probably 95 100, oh 100 pounds oh my god and, then, and these then i got these four right for uh el salvadoran guys did i say ecuadorian maybe yes this? it's from el, el salvador, salvador. Not thank Ecuador. you for correcting um they were yeah. from um so they, these guys are i'm expecting them to just kind of go hike to do their own hike back and leave me behind. Cause I'm going to be taking all damn day to do yeah. this hike with 95 pounds. I'm, like, yeah. I'm trudging, trudge, trudge. I sit yeah. down for a little bit, trudge, 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 mm-hmm. sit down for a little bit. I do that about three times mm-hmm. and they, and they're each time stopping behind me and I'm like kind of moving to the side so they can pass, but they're not passing. Mm-hmm. And then finally, the one guy's like, you're not carrying that anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, we're, we're going to help you.
0: Oh, I and love I'm that like,
1: guy. i like, all right. I said I said, what do you mean? He's like, boom, and they grab out like a machete out of their bag and they start <laughs> they start cutting a long limb to make a pole. Uh-huh. Um, so then a like couple guys of guys a lot. couple of guys hand their stuff over and start shouldering the pole and I'm ready to go put one end of the pole on my shoulder and they're uh-huh. like, No, no, no. And I'm like, well, what am I doing? So they finally started handing me the other stuff to carry. So I ended up carrying two rifles, cool. and somebody else's like light day hunt backpack, uh-huh. basically. So I was carrying, I was carrying some gear, but not nearly the 95 pounds I was carrying yeah. earlier. And these guys just, they just smoked up this hill like <laughs> step after step. And I like, I'm grinding with these rifles on my yeah. shoulder that I did, I wanted to stop, but I couldn't I'm just We're, keep trying to keep up well, with these this guys. This is
0: your, this is your fourth hike up that hill hill, because you have the deer and then three for the bear
1: this is my fifth because i came up came up once empty without you know with a little heart and liver basically so yeah fifth time up the grind
0: so you've done a lot of miles you've carried a lot of weight and these el salvadorian angels have yeah, uh, are, are lifting your burden
1: guys, with yeah, their angel happy. with their camo I mean, they were angel happy. wings they got some meat the other <laughs> exactly. guys exactly the, the other guys got a buck that i those other guys
0: them. got a buck this is just a hunt party out right. there in los padres
1: Yeah, and then we uh, bad
0: news for the los padres wildlife
1: yeah and what we found out was after all that work bad news was that the hide had spoiled
0: that's a great disappointment. So you brought the hide home. Okay, so you brought home to me. Not only did you bring home one hundred and fifty pounds, one hundred and fifty of meat, but there's I don't even know what thirty pounds of fat or something. How much? How many pounds? Well, of fat? The, the
1: bear meat and fat probably totals one fifty. And those loads, I would say, then we got the deer meat on top of that. And
0: then we have the deer meat on top of that. What a weekend! So what you brought home to me, which is like my my purview, is. A ton of bear lard, which I am currently now rendering down into bear oil. And first of all, that's a fun process because you get these delicious bear cracklings, which <laughs> I'd love to snack on. They taste like French fries, but they're not French fries. Um, it's pure fat.
1: Pork rinds. They remember, so they're yeah. pork rinds but, like bear rinds,
0: but bear, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and... This bear, so we render the chunks of fat, cut up, uh, freeze the fat, cut it up into little cubes, render it down on a very low heat, and it produces what is known amongst hunters as liquid gold. And this bear fat smells like a nutty, lovely, nutty, delicious body oil that you were, I don't know, buy somewhere but this bear was clearly eating a lot of acorns because this bear fat once it's rendered it truly has this nutty lovely smell i was expecting like a bad gamey smell or something so first of all i'm gonna be cooking with this oil forever now (laughs) second of all no i just i um couldn't help but wonder hey can you put bear oil on your skin of course you can i google this it's fabulous for osteoarthritis. It's fabulous for skin problems, eczema, what have you, hives, rashes, all of the above. So
1: cooking baking, cooking
0: bait. Apparently it's the number one for making like biscuits and dumplings and scones, which Candles, we're not making. Apparently. Candles. I just was, ma- I was just rendering some bear fat. I spilled some when I was pouring it into the jar. jar. So I made us both take all of our clothes off. This is what I started our episode off with, that we took all our clothes off in the kitchen just to rub bear oil all over our skin, all over our bodies. Because first and foremost, I don't want to waste that liquid gold. And second of all, it is so good for your skin, for your body. This is, we're just, you know, fountain of youth here.
1: Apparently you can waterproof leather boots with Apparently it. you can waterproof
0: leather <laughs> boots with this stuff. So I think if there's anything that I'm going to um, make, I'm going to inject my little making artist uh, talk here into the end of your story is that I may well in the very near future be using some of this bear oil to make an actual like blend. Like I might mm. add a nut butter of some sort, like a cacao butter or a shea butter. I believe those are both nuts. Um, add a little essential oil on top of that and make like a truly like a a skin product hmm. featuring bear oil. I think that would be really Great fun way to, to make use that. Sounds good. I already have interested parties and <laughs> we have so much of this stuff. Oh yeah. I can't wait to send like just a jar of bear oil as a gift to your parents and or anyone else who would appreciate this mm-hmm. like ridiculous resource we now have like yeah. many dozens of pounds of. <laughs> So, um, so sadly, we did not get the bear skin rug out of right. this. That I was excited so, about. So, yeah. But... I, I,
1: so, with prioritizing the meat and not really knowing how to preserve a hide, I mm-hmm. didn't do a good, a good enough job of uh,
0: well, getting
1: it cold suit enough. Um, there's your. So we you know, know
0: we have a little lesson here. Little, so you know.
1: yeah, the other part of uh, the bear hunting is the post's bear hunt. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. In the state of California, mm-hmm. you need to present the bear's skull mm. to a fishing well, fishing game agent. Okay. Um, and is there, that
0: like uh, within a certain, um, like within a week of the within, kill? It's
1: supposed to be within a business day. Like the next oh, wow. day that they're open, you're supposed to be there. Okay. There's a little Wait. bit of vague language. Some of it does say 10, within 10 days, but then some of it says within one day. So there's make it quick. Yeah, it's an odd... Make it snappy. Uh, yeah, and they don't want it to be frozen at this point because they need to extract a tooth. Okay. Um, so you can Is get that it cold.
0: All, do they take any uh, blood or anything from no, it? No, they
1: don't take blood. They extract the tooth and they and they examine uh, your paperwork. Make sure you look at your hunting license, look at your tag. Cool. Um, he has to see a picture of the meat to ensure that you didn't trophy hunt and only take the head. Oh, Right. So well, you actually took the meat from the bear.
0: Let's hope. It's fantastic meat, folks. Right. Fantastic
1: meat. Um, so then, yeah, so I got, got that done. And we'll find out some real interesting stuff from the tooth when they send it off to Sacramento um, to the state research facilities. We'll Will they able,
0: report back to you? I'll be
1: able to look it up in the in the state's <laughs> yes. harvest report. Um, Your bear
0: enjoyed long walks on the trail. We won't
1: really know and that
0: he had a a, a long term girlfriend. That, they didn't you know, get to interview was, him, but she, he wasn't ready for commitment, <laughs> so he hadn't proposed yet to his girlfriend. So
1: <laughs> those aren't the things we're going to find out. We're going to find out.
0: We are. These are the things that
1: I am going to make up about our bear. <laughs> you can all you want. We'll find out age
0: age
1: um the tooth has rings very akin to the rings of a tree oh um and so those rings will also tell the researchers what you know each year what their health and nutrition and things like it was a good Mm. growth year if it was drought Mm. if it wasn't or if there was a drought wow I was sick maybe they might be able to see that in the tooth yeah um we'll be able to know Um, They'll do genetic testing, so they'll be able to basically match it up with bears it's related to that they've collected teeth from from Mm -hmm. other harvested bears in the last ten years. So Mm -hmm. we'll be able to kind of look at okay, his mom was maybe harvested here, or maybe in the same area. So they have have this family of bears hasn't left here, or you might find that you know his mom and dad are from freaking Arizona, for all we know.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Build build a little bear
1: family tree. Kind of, yeah. So we'll get a little bit of that data, apparently, uh, in a few months. um, When I think it comes out like January, February, the uh, state produces its bear harvest report. Wow.
0: Wow. And for the last uh, three, four days, all we've been doing is butchering, all you've been doing is butchering bear meat. And all I've been doing is rendering bear fat. In between, um, in between getting stuff done in my studio
1: and eating bear and meat.
0: And eating bear meat. And let me tell you, you just put some salt on that bear meat, and you put a lot of that bear fat into a Dutch oven. Highly recommend cast iron, and you will not tell the difference between that that bear meat and a steak. We had um, basically what what tasted like a steak last night, yeah. um, which was. Truly delicious, truly unique, um, and extremely fresh. And about as fresh as as it comes, as it gets. Mm -hmm. Um, Any parting thoughts of wisdom or experience or life lessons (laughs) from your first bear harvest?
1: I mean, just the whole thing was the first time I've ever gotten one. a lot of firsts here. First time I've ever gotten big game animals on national forest, public land, which is kind of hard to do. Amazing. Um, first time ever, um, Doing a backcountry pack out of animal, like butchering the meat in the field. Like oh, wow. to this point, all the deer and pigs I brought home a whole deer, a whole pig. You did, yeah, butcher it in and our we garage, hang it in the garage, mm-hmm. and you have you know you have a nice lit up area to always to skin it and pull the meat off instead of doing it on the ground in the dirt. Yeah, and always carrying exciting it out of your back. So, to have so, one
0: of those in our garage. Right. So, so this is a totally different experience yeah.
1: having to field butcher and pack out meat was wow. a different thing.
0: If those. El Salvadorian Angels had shown up earlier. Would you have considered tying up the bear on a on the call on the branch and carrying the whole bear out? The whole bear? Yeah, like that. Three
1: hundred pounds of them? Oh, good point. Okay, yeah. so no. With nah. two, with even many with, angels. Even, even with well, even with like how many guys can you crazy. fit on a pole. That's but, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Only two. There's only definitely
0: a magic mic joke in there. So right, you really, guys can use it on a bowl. <laughs>
1: dirty mic. Sorry. Sorry, continue, please.
0: So um, you're right. So you wouldn't do that like hog tie it around a branch. I mean there would
1: be a reason to do that if it were shorter or flatter hike, smaller bear. Short or smaller bear, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of reasons you could do that, but even with that bear three hundred pounds Too to to throw him on your shoulder, like apex a, predator. Yeah, like the to carry totally. that would have been.
0: Okay, so that's an that's an in the field kind of dressing. Yeah, it's, sort you're still of put you still butchering,
1: you're bringing them out in pieces. Is cool. going to be the best way. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's just yeah, I think the learning experience of how to handle the hide is uh, is an important takeaway. Um, yes, for me, absolutely. Just, I just, I really would love to get that. Yeah, you know, I want to use all of the animals. Yes. So I'm disappointed that I, you know, one for wasting that in general mm. and two for wasting the work of myself and the guys mm. that helped stuff we did a bunch of labor to skin that thing in a nice way and, and haul oh, it out of yeah. there and now yeah. it's just it's gonna get thrown away
0: well you know that uh you did it correctly you did a good skinning of it you kept that skin right. intact it just didn't get cold um, fast enough but uh yeah i really did once you said bearskin skin rug i did get real excited about <laughs> that possibility but I know that you will get a bear again in the future because we live in California, and apparently there are a thousand of them out there oh, yeah. just waiting—way more than a thousand—to be well, a thousand that are allowed to be shot, <laughs> right? More or less. Um, <laughs> that are just waiting to be a bearskin rug for us. Well, yeah, next next one maybe. Next one, I I know it. I'm I'm. This has been very cool to watch you do, and I was stoked. To um, hear about this wildly successful weekend, um, especially when you've um, you haven't had much success in recent weeks and months or yeah. whatever, so this was like um, you know uh, jackpot this weekend. The, so uh, lo- <laughs>
1: very
0: long summer uh,
1: intense ending of the drought. Let's yeah, say. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. So this and I. Really get excited about new wildlife. So if you bring Mm. home a new bird that we haven't, you know, had eaten yet, but and now you're bringing home this like really apex predator and like this really incredible, majestic, beautiful, and so resourceful animal. So we have the meat and we have the fat is number one because you know how much. I like fat. I need fat in my diet, and wild yeah. game is so lean. So now you literally you hit the gravy train of literal <laughs> gravy of actual bear oil gravy. So, yeah, um,
1: yeah. great job, Jagermeister. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to. Thanks for uh, listening to the whole story. It's a good story. And we're still putting in the work on these animals at this point. I still got. It. I still stopped. have some deer butchering to do. Yep. Uh, still I still have, have some a grinding and rendering oh, yeah. to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so
0: it's actually about time for us to go, for you to get back to that, and for me to start working on some sort of bear steak. Let's make it maybe, happen. Maybe a little, maybe a little venison in there too. Maybe. All right, I love you. I love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>